Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the 10 game NBA main slate on Friday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. Keep an eye on that. Maybe this weekend might have some NBA Top Shot content, maybe as soon as tomorrow. Um, if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, they're also up on Apple Podcast. I'll have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com, an esports package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO. We have CSGO slates basically every single day. Call of Duty slates usually four times a week. And then an NBA uh, package as well. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this show. If this is your first time watching these videos or you're not familiar with Prize Picks, the idea of the site is you take over under on fantasy points, and these will move throughout the day. Um, right now, they only have second half contests posted, sometimes a fourth quarter contest posted. Um, but if you see one that you think is like too high, too low, then jump on it. And, um, yeah, you can mix and match sports. You can play like a couple MLB, a couple NBA, you can do esports. They have everything. Um, if you guys want to sign up, you need to go DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word link down below. You'll get a hundred percent match up to a hundred dollars. So you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And, um, yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into it. So before we talk about players and their prices for this 10 game slate, let's look back line up here from Thursday. So, I got to warn you, because I know a lot of people don't like when I tilt. If you are completely against it, you're going to want to skip forward probably at least three or four minutes, at least in this video, okay? I'm just giving you a fair warning, because tonight, yeah, there is going to be a lot of tilting that needs to be done on my look back build. Let's go over it. Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, Josh Hart, James Johnson, Hartenstein, NAW, Marcus Morris, Eric Bledsoe. Pelicans, clear stack, right? Clear stack once those guys are out. Use Bledsoe, NAW, James Johnson was a clear value once he started in Josh Hart. Easy plays, right? All popular, should have played at least three, probably should have had four. Um, I played all four. Okay, so where do we start? I, I sh honestly should have my notebook out because this is one of those slates where it's a long list. Long list, all right? So... I guess we'll start at the top. Russell Westbrook. Against the Detroit Pistons. Probably the worst team in the league. No Brad Beal. Blowout. Kyrie Irving. No Kevin Durant. No James Harden. The Charlotte team has actually been pretty solid lately, too. What happens? Nets blow them out of the water. So, limited run for Westbrook. Limited run for Kyrie Irving. If they both play their normal fourth quarter minutes, they both smash. If you faded either of them, you know you got insanely lucky. The only way they were going to let down, literally the only way, was either an injury, foul trouble, or a blowout. And you, if you faded both, again, you got insanely lucky. So that obviously sucks, right? Random blowouts, like I said, are so tilting because minutes are everything. Lost fourth quarter minutes for super high productive guys like Westbrook and Kyrie. Unreal, unreal. So not only that, not only that. Let's talk about Isaiah Hardenstein here. Now I know he still had a good game, right? 26 fancy points. You're, you're like, oh, DK, why are you tilting? He still, he still played well. Three fouls in the first quarter, 
or in the first half. Gets limited Mets because of it. Comes back in the third quarter. Fourth and a fifth right away. Right back to the bench. Missed out on a ton of minutes tonight. So, Isaiah Hardenstein faders. Also, you got insanely lucky. Clear value play in the slate. Should have went for 40 plus, right, with all these foul troubles. Super tilted about that. Super, super tilted. 43% owned. Should have been higher owned. Again, just so mad about it. All right, so another thing. Talk about LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge, okay. So let me get this straight. Blake Griffin misses a few games when he, he comes into the Nets for conditioning. First few games, like 15, 15 minutes, okay. Blake Griffin, veteran. LaMarcus Aldridge, injury prone plus a veteran, okay. So also misses, what, one or two games due to conditioning. Thinking, coming in, all right, we're going to get about, you know, 15 minutes, I think, is a fair guess for LaMarcus Aldridge. If that game didn't blow out, he would have played 35 minutes. Can someone make some sense out of that for me? Anyone? Does that make any sense? So, if you played LaMarcus Aldridge, again, insanely lucky. Um, and one more thing. One more, or two more things, actually. Sorry, this is going to be a long tilt. To Kev, Kevin Love, okay? Kevin Love when, has been injured this entire year. The few games he's played that he's been on a minutes limit, he's played like 8, 10 minutes. This game, if it didn't blow out, Kevin Love would have pushed for 30 minutes. I tweeted, I was like, what? Is this a John Wall minutes limit for Kevin Love? Like, there's no limit. And he's literally been injured the entire year. I couldn't believe my eyes. I could not believe it. And then the cherry on on top. Paul George, who's out, gets ruled in late late in the slate. So, and what I was deciding on was, okay, once I saw Paul George questionable, we didn't have the news yet. I'm, I'm thinking, all right, I have Marcus Morris or Bogdanovich. Which one do I go with, right? Now, it was basically a coin flip. I was like, all right, if I play Marcus Morris, I really need Paul George to be out. So that's what I, I leaned to. Also, Lou Williams ended up getting ruled in for the Hawks. I was like, okay, maybe Bogdan gets a slight downgrade. Well, what happens? Bogdan goes for like almost 50. Marcus Paul George ends up playing, so Marcus Morris isn't going to do much. If I play Bogdan instead of Marcus Morris, let's see, where, where's Bogdan at? 43 fancy points. And it's going... It's going to overtime. This has been literally, this is for sure top five, one of the most tilting slates of the year. For sure. Um, Yeah, if I play Bogdan there, I'm in like first place right now instead of Marcus Morris. So just... I just don't... That's that's all the tilting I got. All right. So that was a good four or five minutes. Um, that's all I got. Again, unreal tilting slate. Unbelievable. Uh, of all that stuff that happened, you can't make some of this stuff up. You can't. Uh, but that is it for the look back, guys. So, all right, let's move on to this slate. Again, of course, overtime for Bogdan. Uh, it's it's literally like, I was 50-50 with him and Marcus Morris. 50-50. I go Bogdan over Marcus Morris. I'm probably winning 1,500 tonight in that tourney. <sighs> Paul, really, Paul George. 
Like, how do you get ruled out and then end up playing? All right. That's, that's enough. That's enough. I tilted for enough. Again, apologize. That was a longer tilt, but I, I had to get it all out. I had to. All right. Minnesota, Memphis, 232 over under. Memphis, seven-point favorites. Lakers, Kings, 223.5 over under. Kings, four-and-a-half-point favorites. Bucks, Blazers, 236.5 over under. Bucks, three-and-a-half-point favorites. And Thunder, Suns, 219.5 over under. Suns, 12.5-point favorites. Let's start off with Golden State and Toronto. So, on the Golden State side, Steph Curry had a pretty big game in a tough matchup tonight. Now, the box scores aren't up there yet, but I think he, I'm pretty sure he went for 50-plus. Um, I'm fine with Steph for tournaments. Draymond Green also had a really good game, almost had a triple-double. You know, the, the reason I like playing Draymond Green is he just does everything, right? And I think with Steph Curry in the lineup, it does give him a boost. So it's Steph, it's Draymond for me, the two guys I have interested in Golden State, and that's about it. No one else I'm really looking to. On the Toronto side, so still no Kyle Lowry. Van Fleet, Pascal Siakam, both pretty solid plays. Van Fleet, yes, I played him last slate, and I got lucky, right? I got insanely lucky. Five steals, four blocks. He's not going to do that again. So... Um, but still with no Lowry, him and Siakam both get a pretty big boost. No, Siakam really did nothing like floor game without Lowry. Um, but I still have interest in those top two guys. OG has really stepped it up. Uh, recently went for 48 fancy points. I think he's a decent play at that price. I don't know if I want to play Gary Trent. I know he shot the ball really well, uh, but he's just so reliant in the scoring and the price is at five, six. Boucher, they just don't want to give him minutes. They just don't want to give this guy minutes. It's so frustrating because he's such a good point per minute guy, such a fan, good fancy player. But you can take a shot at him for tournaments and maybe hope he gets mid 20s minutes. That's it for Toronto. Moving on to Houston and Boston. Keep an eye on John Wall news. Um, if John Wall plays, don't mind him in tournaments. If John Wall's out. I think Kevin Porter Jr. is a pretty solid play in the mid range. Should play 30 to 35 minutes. It's going to be him, Christian Wood, kind of the number one and number two in offense. I'm uh, not really interested in Jay Sean Tate. Kelly Linick did play a little bit at the floor at the four alongside uh, Christian Wood. But again, the price is just like, nah. Daniel House actually had the big game last game. I don't know if I want to chase that. I mean, that's not a huge game, one for 30. Um, DJ Augustine at 4-2 continues to play around 20 minutes. An okay punt play because he's a good point printed guy. But that is what I got for, or how many minutes did Avery Bradley play, actually? I know he was out there for a little bit. He, yeah, only 21 minutes. Nah, I don't think I can do it. On the Boston side, even though it's a good matchup, there's no standout place for me. Uh, Tatum is probably the guy at the top. Um, should play, you know, close to 40 minutes. A guy can stuff the stat sheet. Um, you know, the worry here is blowout, right, because Houston's not a great team. Uh, Robert Williams at 6'7 uh, is off the injury report, so I think we probably get around 30 minutes from him if he stays out of foul trouble. I think he's a decent play in the mid-range, but nothing else really stands out to me. Dallas, New York. Uh, so this is not a good matchup for the Mavs. I think Lucas, a contrarian spend-up, is viable, but again, not an optimal play. Same thing as Porzingis. I'm not really looking there, though. Um, value, no thanks on Dallas. On the Knicks side, keep on RJ Barrett and Derek Rose. If they're both out, then I think we could look to maybe a guy like Alec Burks or like Alfred Payton for value. Again, Burks have been trending down on him, but if RJ Barrett's out, I think he plays over 30, would be a viable play. And then, yeah, uh, Alfred Payton with no Derek Rose played 28 minutes. I think he, he's someone you could take a shot on uh, if Derek Rose is out. So keep an eye on those two pieces of news. And then Julius Randle at the top at 9-6. Should play close to 40 minutes. I think he's a safer play because he can stuff the stat sheet, but... Um, yeah, that's what I got for the Knicks. Let's move on to Charlotte and Indiana. On the Charlotte side, they get blown out against a, a KD and Harden-less Nets team. Just insane. Um, not necessarily the best spot against the Pacers. So Rogier, Hayward, Graham, those are the three guys I'll look to. Um, I would say all three are GPP plays, though, because on the slate, I think there's better optimal plays. No way, P.J. Washington. No thank you, Miles Bridges. You can make the argument for Cody Zeller. 24-20 Mets last couple games. This is a bigger Pacers front court too. So maybe he plays 20 to 25 minutes. He's actually a decent point for a guy. So I could see taking a shot on Zeller, but it's not, I'm, not something I'm super confident in. Uh, on the Pacers side, so DeMontis Sabonis is currently questionable. I thought I read he was probable. Um, he did return to the game when he when he had that thigh, um, what was that, like a quad, bruised quad. 
keep an eye on that. If if he does end up missing, then Miles Turner becomes a really good play because Miles Turner gets a massive boost when Sabonis is out of the lineup. So I would actually really like Turner if Sabonis is out. If Sabonis plays, Sabonis himself, I think, is a pretty decent spend up. Great matchup. Should play 35 to 40 minutes. Um, and then Levert, Brogdon are both like fine plays at their respective prices. Now, again, if Sabonis is out, then I, I told you, I really like Miles Turner. And then guys like Levert and Brogdon do get a pretty big boost. I would have interest there. Um, I just, Justin Holiday. I don't know if I can do it. We have Doug McDermott back too. I just never trust the Pacers value. I don't. So that's what I got for the Pacers. Moving on to Minnesota and Memphis. Carl Anthony Towns has been playing out of his mind recently. Playing massive minutes too. Like insane minutes. Close to 40 minutes. A guy that can stuff the stat sheet. Uh, I'm not scared of Jonas Valanciunas defense. So I do have some interesting cat at the top. Edwards, viable for tournaments. We know he's going to get a ton of shot attempts up. 22, 22, 16 shot attempts last three games. You know, the issue is a lot of the time he is a little more reliant on the scoring, which makes him risky. He did have four blocks, three steals last game. Probably not going to get that again, right? Beasley at 6-1. The price is coming down to a point where it's like, okay, I could see taking a shot at him for tournaments as well. He's taking a little bit of a backseat offensively with, you know, Cat and Edwards. But, hey, he's at a playable price. And then last guy I mentioned is actually Jaden McDaniels. He's been playing really well for this team. Playing big minutes, too. 36, 38, 36 minutes. A guy that can stuff the stat sheet. Um, I, think he's a, I think he's a pretty decent value play. Moving on to Memphis. So, Jonas Valanciunas. Great point per minute guy. Um, play, has played 32 minutes in back-to-back games, which is good to see. Now, Brandon Clark is back here. So, like, maybe there's less minutes for, J, for JV. But uh, this is one of those situations where it's kind of like a Chris Boucher, right? Whenever you – if you think Jonas Valanciunas has potential to play like over 30 minutes, then you're going to want interest because he's just such a good point for a guy. Kind of the same thing with Boucher, right? If you think he plays – if you think he's going to play more minutes, he's probably going to get you there because – also, great point for a guy. So, JV, I do have some mention. Um, I don't know if he plays 32 again. If he does, he will probably get you there. John Morant's been very up and down recently. But the good thing is minutes have been there for him in close games, like playing about 35. This is a really up-tempo game. I could see running a little stack here. I could see it. Um, so, John, I'm interested in for tournaments. I don't know if I can trust him in cash games right now. And then, yeah, Brandon Clark is back. So, I'm not really looking to slow-mo or Brooks. Um, keep an eye on Grayson Allen news. If he's out, Desmond Bain started the last game. He played 33 minutes. I would have some mention Desmond Bain if he starts again for value. Chicago, Utah. So really what we have to monitor here is Zach Levine, Kobe White. They are both questionable. Um, if they're both out, then there's actually some viable plays here for the Bulls. We'll start with Santa Ransky at 4.8K. Uh, he'll probably play about 30 minutes. I think he would be a decent value play. Uh, Patrick Williams played some big minutes with those two guys out. Played 32 minutes. I think he's in play for value. Denzel Valentine. Yeah, off the bench. Denzel played 30 minutes. He's actually a pretty like decent point printed guy. I would like Denzel too. So there's actually some viable value plays here if both Kobe White and Zach Levine are out. And then even like guys like Markin and Thad Young played more. Um, Thad Young played 28 minutes. He's a pretty solid point printed guy. Like some interest there. Again, Markin played more. And then you have Vucevic at the top at 9K. Sure, it's not necessarily the best matchup, but he'd be the clear number one guy if there's no uh, White and Levine. So there actually is some interest here for the Bulls if both those guys are out. Now, both Levine and Kobe White are in. Probably going to stay away from the Bulls. On the Utah side, well, we got to keep an eye on Donovan Mitchell. We don't have any confirmation for sure if he's going to play. If he's out, I'm fine going right back to the three guys I mentioned, right? Conley, Clarkson, Ingles. Conley just gets a massive boost. Great matchup. He played 35 minutes last game. Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Also, massive boost. Going to get a ton of shot attempts up. Shot the ball 22 times. And then Joe Ingles, going to play big minutes. Played 34 minutes, had kind of a floor game, but I'm fine going back there if there's no Mitchell. So those three guys are really where I look to. Bojan, too reliant on the scoring. Royce is fine, but again, I'd rather get to those other guys I mentioned. 
not not a ton of interest in Gobert. All right, we have four games left, Atlanta and New Orleans, and this game looks pretty appealing. So, um, especially if all those guys are out for the Pelicans again. Trey Young at the top at 9-4, I think is a good, uh, you know, play. Should play 35 minutes, up-tempo game here. Do like Trey Capello with no John Collins gets a massive boost. I think he's on pace for like mid-30s minutes. Again, the game is obviously in overtime, but like those two, I like a good amount at the top. And Bogdan, he's been playing really well last couple games. Again, he went for 45 uh, last game, he's on pace. He's got like mid-40s again tonight. So those three guys, I think, are all pretty good plays here. And I'm curious to see how many minutes Lou Williams finishes with. I didn't look at that. I know he, I think he played like around 20. Uh, possible value here, again, because it's a good matchup. But yeah, Atlanta's a team I mentioned. And the Pelican side, if all three of these guys are out again, can we just talk about how good NAW is? Can we just talk about that? He is the GOAT. You, I mean, you guys know. Ever since, before he even played a regular season game, you guys know I was the biggest NAW fan, right? Played him all the time in summer league when no one knew anyone, no one knew anything about him. Um, this guy's amazing. He is. He should be starting for this team. I've been saying that all year. He should be starting. Um, love any like again. If all three guys, all three these guys are out, it's right back to the Pelican stack. NAW, Josh Hart, Bledsoe, three of the best plays of the slate. Kira Lewis, um, and where is he? James uh, Johnson. Where is he? Min Price. Also, two of the best value plays of the slate. And don't even mind Steven Adams, who's going to play big minutes. So load up on the Pelicans if Zion, Ingram, and Ball are all out again. Now, if like one or two of those guys are in, then what? We'll, you know, we'll talk about that in live stream. So let's keep an eye on that. But if this if it's the same situation again, I'm going right back to the Pelican stack. Milwaukee, Portland. Giannis Antetokounmpo continues to play awful. I don't know what's happening. It's a great matchup. Is this the bounce back? I don't know. I've been playing him recently. Hoping for the bounce back low ownership. It hasn't happened. I know when I fade him, he's going to go crazy. I think this could be the game where he goes crazy. With If you think he continues to struggle, Drew Holiday has been playing phenomenal. 47-56 fantasy points last couple games. Now, the price is up. Um, but, hey, again, if you think Giannis struggles, you can look to Drew as a contrarian option. On the Portland side, Dame Lillard. Uh, had a big game last game. This game should be played at a faster pace. The Bucks. You could run like a Dame Giannis stack and then value. Don't hate that for tournaments. Um, I don't think Dame's a cash game play, though. CJ at 8 2. Yeah. Now keep an eye on Nurkic, right? So Nurkic has been uh, playing on a minutes limit, uh, has played 19, 19, and 21 uh, minutes, 23, 20, 19 fans points. So about a point per minute guy. If there's no minutes limit for him and he plays like 30 minutes, then I think he's a pretty good play. So keep an eye on that. If he's still limited to 20, then I'm, I'm not going to go there. All right. Uh, two games left Lakers, Kings. Well, Lakers, still no LeBron, still no Anthony Davis, and Drummond is out. And this is like the best possible spot here against the Kings. So Schroeder, Kuzma, Harrell all look phenomenal. Three of the best plays in the slate, in my opinion. Love all three. All three should play mid-30s minutes as long as this game stays close. Again, really up-tempo game. So love all three of the Lakers, guys. Harrell got limited due to, again, Drummond playing. Gasol's probably going to start in this game. Gasol's probably going to play about 15 to 20 minutes. Harrell should get around 30. Um, yeah, I like all three of those main Lakers, guys. And then Markeith Morris is actually viable, too, at 5-1. He's played 27, 32, 29 minutes. If he's going to continue to play about 30 minutes, then yeah, I think he's viable. Would rather get to Schroeder, Harold Kuzma, but if you don't have the salary, I'm fine settling with Markeith Morris. Marcus Saul, not that price. Caruso at 4-1. Keep on West Matthews news. Um, you know, I obviously wouldn't play West Matthews, but he's been playing mid-20s minutes. If he's out, I could see this being a game where Caruso pushes for like 25 to 30 minutes, so you could consider him. You guys know the drill of KCP. 25-ish minutes, super light in the scoring. You can always take a shot, but he's got to hit his shots. Uh, Sacramento. So De'Aaron Fox, I like as a contrarian play on the slate. He had his first off game in like forever. 
Now, again, this Lakers team, without, you know, without Drummond, without AD, without LeBron, they're not a good defensive team. They're not. So I do kind of like Fox as a bring back if you're going to stack the Lakers. Um, I think he'll come in at low ownership. Again, Holmes always in play for tournaments. When he stays out of foul trouble, um, usually a guy that will get you there because he's a good point per minute guy. So Fox, Holmes at the top. Halliburton at 6K, also been playing pretty well recently. Um, 41 for 25 fans once last game. You know, I don't love the price, but if you're game stacking this game, he would probably be the third guy I'd look to. And that's probably it. I don't think I'm going to get to anyone else. All right, finish up with OKC and Phoenix. Honestly, there's not much on the OKC side. Phoenix, good defensively. Moses Brown, if you want to go there in tournaments. But we have Pogoshevsky back. Um, so I'm kind of off Kendrick Williams. Not really looking to speed at that price. Roby's probably start right. Same with Maladon. It's just, there's nothing here. Nothing here for the Thunder. On the Suns side, not much here either. Booker, the big game last game. You know, it's a decent matchup. A little bit worried about the blowout here. If you want to take a shot on Booker for tournaments, you can. Paul, Aiton seems priced about right. Jay Crowder at 4-9. Probably plays around 30 minutes. Safe value. But, yeah, not, not much here that I, I really like. So, um, that's going to do it for the video today, guys. Uh, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to live. Again, it will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. So, make sure to check it out, guys. And um, if you guys do enjoy this content, if you could hit that like button, it would really, really help me out. Let's aim for 150 likes on this video. Thanks again, guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow on the live stream.